Hey everyone, welcome back to the Thrive in EDU podcast. I am Rochelle Denae Poth. This is season three, episode number 22. And in this episode, we caught up a while ago on our Thrive O'Clock with an amazing educator and author who I'll let you listen to the podcast to find out who it is that I'm talking about. But let's just say you might be feeling a little bit more inspired, motivated, uh, headed on a path to serendipity, perhaps even. So I hope you enjoy this episode and that you will join us on our live shows, usually Mondays and Fridays. And my apologies for sounding a little bit different today, following up an amazing conference experience at TCEA in Dallas this past week. So anyway, thanks for listening. Enjoy the episode, and I hope to see you in our Thrive in EDU community. Hey, and we're live. I always have to wait to see if it's that awkward moment. But uh, hello, everybody. Happy Monday. And if you already have started your break for the week and you did not have to go into school today or wherever you work today, we're jealous. I'm jealous because I still had to go today and we have school tomorrow too. I actually forgot about it over the weekend because everybody was talking about plans for the holidays and putting up Christmas decorations and holiday decorations. And I thought, oh yeah, I should probably start doing that. I went, wait, no, I think I have to go somewhere on Monday and Tuesday. So anyway. I did. And it went fast. So we're back. It's Monday. I'm here with an awesome friend who I'm so thankful for, Lainey. And so Lainey, let everybody know who you are and where you are joining from. Okay. I'm Lainey Rao, and I am coming to you from Huntington Beach, California today. And I am an educator in my 25th year of education. Is the Botox working? Is that hard to believe? Um, but at any rate, <laughs> yep, educator, um, author, podcaster, and I normally travel around the world as a consultant. Lately, it's been more zooming in, but I'm very excited to be here with one of my dearest friends, Rochelle. I'm still tempted to say Rachel. I know. I, yeah. <laughs> Rachel and Renee and any of those things. So yeah. uh, 25th year. I didn't think I... I think I knew that, but I, yeah, I've been, I'm right up there with you. So, uh, but I'm, I'm Rochelle, sometimes called Rachel, sometimes called Renee because of Twitter, but I do a lot of different things in education as well. And honestly, one of my favorite things to do is what we're doing right now is having these live shows with guests and have some fun, just a break for educators or anybody to join in. So if you are watching us now live, Put in your comments, ask questions, play our game with us that we're going to have coming up later with Lainey and our special guest. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. So without further delay, I could say adieu. We'll bring up our guest today, Allison. Hey, so welcome, Allison. And uh, we just figured this out. I did not know, but I had a chance. Well, I knew this part. <laughs> I didn't know. I have like pictures with you. It just came up on Facebook not that long ago, but that's it's been two years. But got to meet you in person at the Teach Better first. I think it was, yeah, it was their first one yeah. in Ohio. So I did know you, knew you in person, but I knew you online ahead of time. But I did not know that this is the first time for you and Lainey to meet each other. Yeah, so exciting. I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm so happy to finally, I know we're connected on social media, but now I have an actual interaction with you. Super excited. Hopefully someday in person as well. So. Right. Yes, I'd love to come out to California. Huntington okay. Beach sounds fantastic. We have snow on the ground here. Yeah, and you're in uh, Michigan? 
I am. Yes. We're up. Okay. I'm up at my cabin. I actually had, we don't have reception at my cabin. So I had to go to the clubhouse. And so I'm in a public spot right now, but I'm in a room by myself. But so Northern okay. Michigan right now. Nice. And how's the weather? It's cold. It was like 27 today and there's snow on the ground. Oh yeah. It was uh, in Pittsburgh. It was, I think close to 40 very deceptive because you look outside and you see the sun. You're like, oh, it's great. Then you go outside and it's like 15 mile an hour winds. <laughs> and it's, but I went for a walk. I I'm fine. If it's, if it gets, even in the, I've gone in the twenties and everybody's like, I can't believe you walked outside. I said, well, if it's sunny and it gets, I mean, if you're inside all day in a mask, you just, while well, you can, well, there's not like four feet of snow on the ground and negative temperatures. Why not go outside? So absolutely. I get outside almost every day. And some days I'm falling because it's so icy out, but um, it's worth it to me to take the risk. I know you, you have to, cause like there'll be plenty of days where we are like, you can't go outside for whatever reason, more so probably in Michigan and uh, less, definitely less where Laney is. And I don't know about Pittsburgh. I know you Pittsburgh. Like you feel really guilty because it's 80 degrees here. And yesterday I did not leave my house. And I walked into the dining room and I said to my husband, I'm like, it feels, is it a warm day? And he's like, you haven't left the house. You don't know. <laughs> and so I feel a little bit like I'm taking my weather for granted. Sorry. Uh, maybe. My kids are That's outside. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and do you feel like when the air conditioning's on, you're like, it's freezing. Meanwhile, it's like 70 and it's cold. And then you come to Pittsburgh and you're like, it's negative seven for Michigan. Yes. And my mom lives in Hawaii. So when she'll come here for Christmas and it's 72 degrees outside, she will complain and she'll say, <laughs> and then I'll say it's in the seventies and she'll say it's a different seventies in Hawaii. Anyway. So it's all relative, right? Oh my God. It is. Yeah. No pun intended on the relative either there. Right. I'm not that clever. <laughs> you, you don't kid yourself. You are quite clever, but um, anyway. we'll see when the game comes up later. <laughs> I know. I can, I cannot wait. I seriously cannot wait because I just, the pressure is, well, the pressure was on me to come up with the movies, but the pressure is off of me trying to compete last week with Katie when like, she just was bringing it. And I'm like, I, yeah, I felt like the time Melody was giving us uh, acronyms and we had to come up with something that it wasn't the actual acronym. And she was giving me negative points. And I'm like, Hard to say the chance at this, like negative five. That was terrible. I'm like, okay, but um, anyway, before we pass by without with talking about so much, Allison, let everybody know. Like, I know like, you do a lot of things. You do a lot of writing. You do blogging, and I, I have some links to your blogs and things. I'll drop into the conversation, but I, I, I have to hold out Aww. the one of your books that I have one. here, <laughs> like one of, yeah, one of the books. What are you emphasizing the one lady? Because it's, I mean, I'm working on my second one, but I no. surround myself with amazing people who have written multiple books. And so it's, it's a little intimidating when you're the one who like, yeah, I've got the one. So oh, come on. <laughs> you know, Lainey, what I could do next time is I, I have two copies of your book, so I could say I'm holding up one of your books. You like, I, you like the book that yeah. much? I will I tell do. I do. Well, oh. I, bought, I bought one, and then I, I joined in your webinar that time, and they sent me another one. And so I was going to give it to somebody, like, because it's such a great book. So speaking of great books, this one, if for anybody who's watching, if you have not ever picked this book up, you need to pick this book up. Just gonna put that out there and check out Allison's blogs. But back to Allison, would you like tell us about 
like your everyday experience as like a school administrator, as a school principal now before anything that you want to share with us? Yeah, I know I was like counting my years. So this is my 19th year as a principal and I've been a principal for of all the levels. And it was oh, wow. it's an interesting journey because I was a secondary principal first and now I'm an elementary principal. And usually like it happens in the opposite direction, but I love them all. And when I was looking for a new position, I didn't care what level it was because um, each level, you know, is like unique and special. And uh, yeah, just uh, I just love that elementary kids like I can't even walk down the hall without like peeling them off me. And that's been kind of hard in COVID. They like, um, you know, are running up, hugging, so excited to see you. With high school kids, like it doesn't happen in that same way. <laughs> like you had to work for their affection, but that there's a beauty in that also. So 19th year as a principal, I, and I taught only for five years before that. So I'm I'm like right there with you about my 24th year or so in education. And I love it. It's been unique the past few years with the challenges that the pandemic has brought us and in the divisiveness and in our communities. Um, but I'm so thankful to work in Zealand Public Schools and, and have my my element, Quincy Elementary position. Um, so I also love working with my state organization. So I'm the professional learning chair for um, the Michigan Elementary and Middle School Principals Association. And um, I don't know what else. Oh, I'm an educator wellness coach and a leadership coach. And um, yeah, and then I also love to write <laughs> and I'm a mom and a, a wife. And um, yeah, I mean, just like people say, like, how do you fit in writing? I'm writing my fifth book right now. Um, and it's just prioritizing, right? Like when I get up in the morning and I sneak in a few hours before everybody else gets up, I'm rather than watching HGTV, I'm writing, right? <laughs> um, whether it's a blog or or on the book. So, and then I also love traveling the country, not the world like Lainey, but just the country to connect with educators and and learn and grow together. So, I, so I'm just going to speak for myself and Allison, maybe you would agree with this. And I think Rochelle would too, but I hear you talking about like, writing is almost wellness for mm -hmm. yourself. Like it's almost a wellness practice. Is, is that fair to say? Because for me, Absolutely. like that's how I process. That's how I reflect. Like I need that time. Um, and it's not something I was very good at um, pre-COVID. So it's actually something I've been much better about as using that as a way to just kind of, it sounds funny, but that's like, it's relaxing to me in a way. It's cathartic. I enjoy it. And I did not previously. It took a long okay. time to get to the point, but I do now. I love it. I 100% agree that it is like that period of reflection and, and growth and just being open. Like if I put something out to the world, like I wrote the book, The Path to Serendipity, and then I thought, oh my gosh, what if my life implodes? Like I get arrested and like sent to jail and like I'm the serendipity lady. Like <laughs> like I'm almost like challenging the universe. Like, yeah, I, I, but I, it hasn't happened yet. And, you know, we're four or five years in, so I'm excited about that. Um, but I do agree that it is a, a form of self-care and wellness for sure. I think so too. Well, well, one thing I want to go back to is like, I've heard that a lot. A lot of people say like, I get up early in the morning. That's my time to write. I remember a couple of years. Well, the, the number of years is it's a little sketchy right now because that pandemic year like that, it messes with my math a little bit because I'm like, it was three years. I'm like, no, 
But I think it was uh, going to Summer Spark in Milwaukee when I was just starting to work on like writing the couple of books, which I just like to do them all at the same time. But I said, to, I had a conversation with Tom Murray, like for some advice. And I said, you know, like, what do you suggest? Because I've never written obviously a book before. How do you write what you write? And I think I had just read uh, his learning transform that he did with Eric Scheninger and just like the quality of writing it. I mean, that's a different kind of book than what I was writing because it's like research based. They have all this, you know, information they're sharing. And he said, honestly, and it's similar to what you said too, Allison. He's like, I get up in the morning before the kids are up and that's just my time. And I said, well, what time is it? It's like 4 a.m. I'm like, what is it with people in like 4 a.m.? Because I'm going to just say like Dr. Sarah Thomas gets up early and is very productive at 4 a.m. Like, I'm lucky I can walk down the steps at 4 a.m. if I have to for any reason at all. But for me, when I was writing, um, and I had like really tight deadlines for all of those, but I was staying up late at night because I was mm. going to school and coming home, doing the normal things in the house. And then I would sit down at like eight or nine at night and I just got into that flow of writing. I do have some hacks to make it go faster, but next thing you know, it's like 1.32, 2.33, wow. sometimes in the morning. And I'm like, I guess I should go to bed because I got to get up <laughs> at 5.30. And I did that for probably a period of four weeks. But it's just, that's, that's my moment. The 4 a.m., no. Now, if I'm getting on a plane to go somewhere and that, and, and Lainey probably knows where, like 3 a.m., I'm fine. I'm totally awake 3 in the morning to go to the airport. But the, to, I guess the clarity that I have when I write, um, yeah. it comes later on in the day or when I'm walking because I will walk and I will just open up a document in Google and my phone and I just talk into it and then I come back and I try to fix like whatever the you know, messed up words where I'm like, what did I say that sounded like steak and potatoes or something? I'm like, <laughs> mistaken, mistaken. And then I'm like, it's like a word game of my own, but it's hacks. Like they work for me. So everybody has their own kind of, I guess, workflow. And I'm going to pop this topic up on the screen because we kind of like went into this in a, in a natural way mm -hmm. and it's balance and habits. So Allison, you are naming all of these things that you do. It's not just this principle and an author and a parent. And like the list goes on and on. You have all of these other roles that you play in addition to writing your fifth book. And I know Lainey, same thing. Lainey's got all of these things and writing another book as well and pulling in stories. So I'll toss it back to you, Allison. Like, how do you like find balance or what do you prioritize? Or are there things that you, uh, I don't know, that you have set up? And, I, and the last thing I'll say that I'm going to put on my listening lips like Melody is on Saturday morning, Tim Cavey that does the Teachers on Fire podcast had Mandy Freilich and Dr. Sarah Thomas on, and they were talking about a lot of these same issues about setting boundaries and balance and everything. It was a great episode. I should drop that in the comments too, but I am officially, this is Rochelle and I'm finished speaking all like, just like clubhouse. <laughs> and I think um, you hit the nail on the head with priorities and that really shifted for me with the pandemic. Like I felt like pre-pandemic, I was on the hamster wheel of, and I'm an, a, I'm an achiever. So I'm like going for the gusto, right? Like, I don't want to just have one book. I want to have like six, seven, 10 books by the time I'm 50. Like, and then the question becomes like, why, what are you trying to prove? What's your goal? Like, I also have a, like a strong passion for making a difference in the world. And, um, and that's what I'm attempting to do with, with all of the, the work. And that's really important to me. But when, when we hit that brick wall of the pandemic and like travel was canceled, like everything was canceled and I just had to stay home and focus on my family. I'm like, whoa, like I really like these people. Like 
I don't know why am I traveling so much and getting away so much. Like I have a full-time gig, like, you know, and what do I want to invite back into my life once things start opening back up? So I'm really trying to make different decisions about what to, how to like make it work where I can be with you and be at the cabin where we get no reception. And that's the place where my husband and my son really love to be. So just making those compromises. And, and the, the other key for me is wherever I am to be all there. So like I'm all here with the two of you. My son's at the, he's actually maybe swimming. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing right now, but um, it, it, when I'm at Quincy, I am all in at Quincy. Like there's nothing else that, that, you know, exists really except, you know, taking care of my family at all times, of course, but, or if I'm traveling and speaking, I'm all in. So I think that's a really important part of balance because I can't, like my brain doesn't work in divisions. It's like, it has to be, I don't know if I could write two books at one time either. I mean, I barely can read two books at one time. So I'm really <laughs> impressed with that. The writer's okay. block goes away. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love how you talk about being like fully present. That's something that I think I will probably spend my whole life trying to get to, but it is something that's really important. Um, I think I said this before, Rochelle, you might have heard me say this, that sometimes my kids hold me accountable because we talk mm. about digital wellness a lot in their household. So when they see me doing things, they're like, uh-uh, that, that device needs to go away, mom, be with us. And I'm like, okay. And <laughs> you only hear that once and then you're like good for a long time because it's really soul crushing. So you're mm -hmm. like, okay, Device away. Let's talk. Let's let's go. Let's do something. <laughs> or you have special guests that pop over, and just, there's nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. But, Speaking of uh, babies, fur babies. I know, but it, it's hard. Like Stacy had said, you know, it's a constant struggle, and that's what I hear from everybody. And somebody said to me, we had a conversation the other day at school, and they were saying, like, well how do you do so many things? And, and I said, but we all have different things. We all have different mm -hmm. commitments on our time. And so somebody like you can't come. Oh my gosh, seriously. Is, is he like, on, like the catwalk? He's just pacing back and forth. Um, you, we're with it. We're here for it. I know. Seriously. You can't, I mean, it's hard to not sometimes want to compare yourself to what somebody else is doing. And then you end up, and we could go down this whole thing. Like it's the imposter syndrome. Like, am I really do, doing all the things that like I'm, putting out there that I am doing or am I slacking or I see this person has put out like a blog and a podcast and they've written like 15 books but you can't compare yourself to them because one like you're no no competition with anybody but yourself that's an anonymous quote I did not make it up even though sometimes that's like hard to follow because I think that there's that healthy competition even though it shouldn't be a competition but it's that kind of like encouragement in a way where like if Lainey says look Rochelle I blog every week. If you want to blog, pick a day and blog every week. And then I'm like, okay, I'm like following after Lainey and I'm not competing with her, but I'm like mm -hmm. using her as kind of like, you know, like she's giving me the inspiration to go and do it. Not like, well, Lainey writes one blog a week. I'm going to write one and a half blog a week or anything like that. <laughs> Two blogs. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to blog podcast. But the, the base of the conversation I had with this person, it's like one of my colleagues was like, you know, I don't, I don't have kids. So I come home and I have like, what seems to be all kinds of free time. 
I don't have to rush to different places in meetings. So I fill my time in other ways, which is why I invest so much in my students or in doing different things. So we all have those different demands, but even with all of those, we still all have to find balance and have good habits. And for me, my phone, I'm always on the phone. I'm always on the email. I, the, the best I can do is leave it in the kitchen to charge and forget about it, but then I'm on the computer. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's constantly I'm curious. something. I'm curious. Speaking of the, like the devices, like I have all notifications turned off on my phone with the exception of reminders. Do you ladies do that too? Or do you like notifications? I'm curious. Allison, do you like having notifications on or do you have those? No, no I want to like have it be my choice if I open up my email or so I get notifications for Facebook messages and calendar items and just, you know, texts. That's it. Everything else is turned off. Yeah. Rochelle, are you, are you with us on that or are you? Um, yeah. I mean, the, you can also the, do the, you handle it a different way and that's, to, there's no right way to do it. So you yeah, say you yeah. put your phone, your phone physically away. Like you maybe want the notifications right. on, but manage when you're having proximity to your device right yeah yeah there are some things like i've turned off slack notifications for almost every i mean there are a couple groups that are very active and so that i that i need to respond to so those are on but i have them say you know quiet hours uh and then things like instagram linkedin i'll put those off but because i check them at a certain point of the day like for my lunch i might sit down and check and see if i got any Twitter, they just build up and then I'll swipe, kind of swipe them out or like retweet or read something throughout the day. But um, email, I'm answering up. Oh, Tisha says, yes, no notifications except for text. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but everybody's different. You know, somebody said, oh, just take two days off of email. I would never come back from that. Never. Oh, no. No, no, no. Never. No, no, no. I, that would bury me and I'd be in an avalanche of emails. No. Yeah, there's no way. Um, it's hard. I mean, some people can do it and they leave the, the device at home and go for a walk. I'm reading and listening to Weston and Molly Kieschnick's podcast when I'm walking or Lainey and Bree's podcast if they have a new one that comes out. Uh, or now, actually, instead of reading, I'm listening to like the audio part of it. That's Or I'm doing emails. But at least I'm getting outside and doing something good for me and I'm not falling behind, which would totally stress me out. So... Uh, it's interesting how we all have our, you know, variations of doing those different things. So, and I, anyway. I appreciate too, what you were saying about, um, like just different interests and priorities. Like I have one of my secretaries is a master gardener and that's what she spends her time doing. That's a, that's a passion of hers. Like I'm lucky if I plant like one thing a season mm -hmm. I, and I'll kill it. So like that doesn't take up any of my time because I have, I don't even like, I don't see plants in the same way other people do. So we're just, we're all into our own thing and that's okay. That's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I had mentioned to you before we came on that I had just read, and I'll drop this in the comments too, a blog of yours about like healthy workloads. And I thought it had such great information. So I'm going to drop that in the comments because everybody should definitely read that. And in the balance and the habits, oh my gosh, seriously, I'm so sorry. Good thing when I do the podcast, nobody's going to see the mystery guests. Um, 
<laughs> just saying. But the good habits too, I think, is like making time for something that's fun or relaxing. Me, I've been trying to take a nap every single day, even mm. if it's 20 minutes, just unwind, just a break in the day. Yeah. Um, or play a game or something. Have you heard Dan Pink's suggestion for napping? He like went into this like intensive, I heard him on a podcast. He went into this intensive like study about productivity and time and all this. And he, what he would do is he would plan for a 20 minute nap and he would take a drink of, like drink an espresso right before he went mm -hmm. into the nap. It takes about seven minutes to get in your bloodstream. I'm, I'm if I remember bringing exactly the minutes. So by the time you go to wake up, it's hit your bloodstream and you just like pop right up refreshed wow. and you feel like you have the best nap of your life. Yeah, oh, I did. I, I did body. read that. I'm too sensitive, but uh, yeah, I try it. If anyone wants to try it and report back, I'd love to hear how that works out. All right, I'll give her a whirl. <laughs> Just for you, Lainey. That I, sounds, that. I did read that before. Yeah. So, okay. So speaking of like good habits and naps and fun things, <laughs> it is that segue. time. Segue. It's well. I did have a better one, but then you brought the Dan O'Pink thing and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's, it's time to play our game. And so Lainey, I'm going to let you explain it really quick while I get the banners ready. Okay. So it's called five second summaries. And basically Allison and I are going to take turns describing, and if you really want to acting out, Katie Novak set the bar pretty hard last, high last week, so I don't know how much acting I will be doing, but we're basically going to try and explain a movie um, by the plot, no words from the title of the movie, no actors' names. I think I got that right. Five-second summaries, no title words, no actor names. Describe Can we pass if we don't know the movie? I think that's a great rule because my pop culture knowledge is spotty. Um, so I, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really, I don't think there may be one here. I don't know. I think I did a pretty good job with picking. I, I have 19 different movie titles I put in here. So, so Allison heads up. I only saw princess bride on the flight back from Florida, like last week. So oh, wow. I'm just saying <laughs> that's just to mentally prepare you for what you're about to be working with here. Uh, I was well, the I, host of last week and it was really nice that I just got to put the, the yeah. movie up and not worry about this part. Yeah. We'll and you wrote them out this time. I was like, I'm just putting these all in here and that way we can play again. But, uh, Lainey, I think in fairness, since you've done this before, you okay. should be the one that has to act it out. I knew that was coming. Okay. Fine. So then Allison, I'm going to put it on the screen. So I'm just going to tell you to close your eyes real quick and I'm going to let everybody see I what it, it is. Yeah. Do it now. And I'll tell you when to unclose your eyes. I mean, I uncover, not unclose your eyes. Okay, Lainey, there's your movie. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, Allison. Here she oh, goes. Action. There's a ton of stunts. The actor actually likes to do his own stunts, hanging from ceilings, breaking into vaults. Oh my gosh, I've seen like one of these, but there's a series of them. It's like a James franchise. Bond? Close, but more current. And the actor um, is considered one of the best looking men of all time and was in the actor was in risky business. I'm just totally going off the, the rails here. So risky business. He was in. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm Tom Cruise. So what was that movie? What's yes. The movie? What's the 
Dun, 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 dun. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a singer. You're going to get there. When something is super, super difficult, it's almost impossible. Mission impossible. Yes. Good job. Oh, yeah. I was not going to get there without that help. Thank you. No, it's okay. You should have seen me last week. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so now we turn the tables and it's your turn. Okay. So I'll have Lainey cover her eyes and... I'll show you and everybody at home. So, Lainey, no peeking. Okay, no peeking. Allison, there's your movie to act out somehow without saying the name or the actors. Okay. All right, Lainey. I'm good. So, okay. Yep. <laughs> so, it's a Christmas theme movie. Help? There are robbers break into the house with a boy. <laughs> the boy is all by oh, himself. Yeah. It good job. Very good. <laughs> All right. Now, Lainey, your turn again. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait for this one. Oh, I'm so afraid now. Okay. okay. Uh, wait, no, I'll change my mind on that one. Hang on. Okay. Here we go. Don't look, Allison. There you go, Lainey. Okay, okay, okay. All right, Allison, okay. you can look. Okay. John Hughes movie. All of these kids were so naughty. They had to... Thank you. <laughs> that was record time. Breakfast Club. That was pretty good. Yep. That was pretty good. Okay, so. we'll do two more. So, Lainey, cover your eyes. And, Allison, here comes yours. All right, Lainey, you can look. Okay. You'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> oh, a Christmas story. <laughs> yeah, I knew. Like, I, I put that in. Yeah, Christmas story. Okay. Okay. So, uh, one more. We can rename this game One Second Summaries for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One Second Summaries. Okay. Lainey, uh, I got to pick a good one for you. Okay. I got a good one. Okay. Allison, don't look. Here it comes, Lainey. Oh, you got it. Okay. Fine. <laughs> All right, Allison. You can look. Our matey, uh, um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Oh, she didn't have to even do. I was like, I was waiting for so many things. I was like, how's lady gonna do this? Oh my gosh, I that's so funny. I tried to put some in there that were like eighties, nineties, two thousands, but that either you could act or they had some one liners like the "You'll shoot your eye out, kid," or. Uh, Oh, um, you're killing me, Smalls. That was the one I forgot. The Sandlot. I was going to put oh, in. Oh, yeah. And I forgot. I, so, I don't think I've seen that movie, so thank you. I would not have that. known that one either, so thank you for no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that one's not on the list. So um, at any rate, it, it's fun playing the games. So the last thing is anything else that you would like to share, you know, for the listeners, like what's on your mind, advice for the week, any inspiration, either one of you? before we end? I want to hear from Allison. Okay, so the advice I find myself giving um, the teachers at my school or like anybody who is dealing with like, you know, inconveniences with COVID still is that just recognizing the difference between inconveniences and, you know, those who are really suffering. Like if in two weeks we can kind of get back into normal or, um, you know, we just have to, to push on just keeping in mind that our health 
is the most important thing. And that the, all the other little things we can get through if we support each other. So just recognizing the differences there, I think is going to be really important, especially as we move into the holiday season where we really want to be together. And in some cases, we're not going to be able to still, and that just really stinks, but cheers to next year. <laughs> we'll get there. We will. I'll add one little thing that I'm just super grateful for. And I, I know that there are people, and I hope this doesn't hurt anyone's feelings because I know there are some people who aren't getting to be with their family, but it was this day last year that I found out I wouldn't get to see my dad for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I do get to see him this year. So I'm super, Yay. super grateful. Yeah. That's wonderful. That's awesome. For yeah, anyone who is tough. their family this Thanksgiving, hopefully soon. Yeah, there's, that's, it's amazing how many people I've heard of that have said like, you know, I haven't seen my family in a year and a half, two years or something like that. So yeah, I, the only thing I have to say, I put it on the ticker on the bottom is if you are already off and you're traveling, be safe. If you have time with family, with friends, make time to recharge. I know everybody has been, educators have been looking forward to a break, although a lot of educators use break to catch up on all things. So whatever it is that makes you happy, I guess that's what you should do, but make sure that you have time for yourself. And uh, we will not see you until December, which feels really weird to say, but uh, we're off this Friday and next Monday just because of the holiday break. And we'll be back on December 3rd. I'll be joining in from a special location. Melody will be back joining me and we have our special guests. So Wonderful. Allison, thank you, thank so, you much. so much. Yeah. And Lady. Thank you. I'm so glad Melody's back. She's way funnier. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> thank you for You're letting me so join. Nice. It's so nice to meet you, Allison. So nice to meet you, too. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you. And everybody, we will see you next time. Have a great one.